Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. There's always a confused soul that thinks that one man can make a difference. And you have to kill him to convince him otherwise. That's the hassle with democracy. podcast explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 43, and today we are talking about Shooter, the 2007 Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark Wahlberg uh, Shooter. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Chad, attack dog to the arm, Evans. Really not a bullet to the face? Well, I, it seemed too obvious. Um, I mean, obviously it was. I know, that's why I didn't want to be too... Obvious. Cliche. Yeah, Obvious. Yeah, too, I didn't want to be too cliche and too tropey like this movie. So He wants to shoot straight from the hip. Right, exactly. Which no one did in this movie. Uh, well, they shot straight, but not from the hip. Uh, Cornelius doesn't share food with dogs, Logan. You're damn right I don't. Yeah. He oh, wait, that's my middle name. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Just assume you were saying, saying a world truth. No, that's, a, uh, I, that's, a, that's actually a thing that would uh, also happen. Because uh, he was sharing those carrots with... Um, um, he was sharing those those carrots with that dog, and I just thought, no, nope, Corny would never do that. Plus, he blew up a can of stew. That would also never happen with Corny. Actually, that did make me a little angry. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if that stew is warm. If it tastes good. Yeah, especially when it was cold and, and all mountainy and stuff. And did you think that he gave the dog ear headphones, ear protection? Because he was wearing ear protection for that big ass. <laughs> I thought about that too. Maybe that dog's so deaf from all the gunshots in the past. Right. <laughs> and joining us today, special guest, Andrew, you're not Sam, Jimison. Yay. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, so Sam is uh, on a tr- business trip, and we decided that we still wanted to record and have a good time with you, uh, with the listeners. So we have a... Um, <laughs> Quote-unquote business trip. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. He's, he's out watching Interstellar and eating at nice restaurants and things like that. Um, but Andrew is with us. Um, he is a, uh, a, a also former roommate of mine and Chad's, so... Uh, the the circle is now complete. I think the only people we're missing now is uh, Chris and Alicia, uh, and Travis. And Billy. Oh well, but Billy's like he participates in the podcast through his uh, oh Billy through his wife and the donation of uh, Dumb and Dumber DVDs, which are now uh, yes. which now have been rendered uh, obsolete because now Dumb and Dumber <laughs> is streaming. So um, we suck it, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, we we could actually count uh, Corny as one of our roommates because he came over all the time and ate our food. So that's true, and drank our beer. Oh so, no! Wait a minute. I'm not. I'm not Andrew. I didn't eat the food. Well, oh, that's right. Sorry. That's not right. not yes, this. You did. Well, you kind of did, but that's okay. But, but you gave me the food. I didn't just take it. That's very that's true. true. That is true. But anyway, no one cares about this stuff. But yeah, so Andrew's here. So Andrew, um, say hello, Andrew. Hey, what's up? So Andrew had, a, uh, of course, we said, hey, Andrew, you know, we know that you're into the movies and you're into the podcast and we really appreciate it. We'd like for you to come on. He says, yeah, sure. This sounds great. And then this morning he wakes up and he has no voice naturally. So and it's not like he could just go hide in a corner uh, because he like Chad and, and the rest of us, we all work in education and Andrew is a teacher. So he had to use your voice some 
Um, so uh, Andrew will probably be the, uh, the the quiet fourth today, but he will chime in when you can, right? Oh yeah. Okay, good. So there's. I'll, I'll probably crack a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's this is not normally how he sounds. He doesn't have uh, he doesn't normally sound like a fifteen year old boy going through puberty, uh, or, a, or a fifty year old smoker. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and Sam uh, Sam is still with us in spirit and in email. He sent us an email to make sure that we said uh, so. I am still going to give Sam his name, his intro, and a middle name. Uh, and according to the script that I must read this, uh, this, I have to read the script because that's what the script says. Sam Jurassic Park sucks vector. So there you go. Um, don't know where that came from. Just, that's just what the script says. Weird. So let's pull up a big comfy chair and dive in. Um, so shooter, mm. 2007 shooter. This is one of those, those movies, um, super violent, a lot of F bombs. You know, you got a guy who is framed for a thing and he has to, uh, get out of that thing. And the only way he can do it is to kill a lot of people with um, a thing, with a thing, with a gun and a, whatever. Um, but uh, I think Catherine can actually put it into more uh, eloquent terms than what I just said. An expert marksman is coaxed out of seclusion by colleagues who need his help to stop a plot to kill the president, but he gets framed for the crime. That's right. He gets framed for the crime. You know, that was a bang-up job, Catherine. Yeah. Bang, you know. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. I said a bang, 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 it bang. I said a bang, 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 bang. So you know, I was first of all not gonna allow it, but since we jumped into that really catchy song, yeah, I said a bang, 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 it a bang. I said a bang, 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 bang. Yeah, no one wants to hear us sing. Yeah, guys, don't go shooting off with the mouth. Point. Oh, point, Jimison. Yes. So yeah, so shooter. That's right. Like Catherine said, this is one of those movies where. Uh, the government decides that they want to kill somebody, a, a high official, and uh, they have to. Somebody got somebody's got to take the blame for it. So it might as well be some, you know, redneck with too many guns who should have actually already have died anyway. So, um, so there you go. So I'm going to ask this question, and Andrew, I know you've listened to the episode, but just making sure that you know what's going on. I'm going to ask you: Have you seen this before? And you know, kind of what your initial thoughts are. So I always start with Chad. So Chad, hi. Uh, you may now answer the question if you wish. Ah, yes, okay. answering the question. I, I I like the movie. I thought it was a uh, it was a nice uh, thinking of word and can't. I know this makes for great audio. Yes, thank you. But but I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I like uh, I like sniper films. I like, uh, of course, that's how I like to play. Uh, play the Halo and the Call of Duty. And the Call of Duty. I like I like being the sniper guy, the one that pisses on everybody else, and everybody else gets pissed out. What kind of game are you playing? I don't know. It's the rated R version of GTA where he pisses on people. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of how it works. Chad uses urination. It was super effective. Had Had you seen this before? To this, week? I have not. This was the first time I've seen this movie. Um, so uh, me watching it about an hour and a half ago. Was uh, the first time I've seen it. <laughs> Good, but Good. I, I I really enjoyed it, and I, I really liked the ending. And I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it right now. Justice does prevail. That's right, it does. This this is one of those movies where you kind of wish, like like you're watching like Law and Order SVU, and the bad guy gets away because some stupid technicality, and then you just you want uh, what's his face, Christopher Melioni. You want him to just show up with a nine millimeter, like in a, a ski mask, and just take care of business. Yeah, that's what happens in this. That's what makes it awesome. Corny, 
Uh, this is probably maybe the, I don't know, maybe the seventh or eighth time I've watched Shooter. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it almost holds up to the first time I saw it, but it's still a pretty good movie. Um, I, I enjoy uh, all man versus you know large things um, or large entities, um, right. uh, groups, and so on and so forth. But this is one of those stories, and it's a very good story. And uh, I, I do I always love it when uh, um, when people underestimate one guy and that one guy kicks ass. Right. I.e. your your John McClane situations. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because, yeah, I mean. Basically, we don't have these movies if it wasn't for Die Hard doing that thing that we all love. Uh, so, of course, we can you know thank Die Hard uh, for every pretty much every decent action film since 1988. Thanks, Bruce Willis. Yeah, thank you, Bruce Willis. Uh, too bad your hair had to suffer, but that's okay. You, you gave one. Hey, hey, hey. No. I'm, I'm <laughs> Easy with the hair remarks. Hey, I'm losing mine too, so it's okay. Uh, Andrew. Yeah, so um, I saw this back in... 2008 or seven or something. And I watched it with my father-in-law who um, is a huge, like outdoorsman hunter. You know, he likes to shoot all the stuff. And back then I thought, this is an awesome movie. This is a man movie where I just want to sit down and drink a beer and uh, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> <Take your time. laughs> um, but yeah, after I watched it uh, the other day, I was, it didn't really wasn't as good as I remember. So, oh, fair enough. Uh, and to answer my own question, uh, I own this on DVD, so I have seen it a few times. Uh, I when it came out, I remember when it came out. Uh, it it didn't it didn't do very well in the theater. Uh, it just didn't get a lot of. Um, I don't remember it being advertised very much, except literally like on like ESPN and things like that. You know, like guy websites. Um. It had a budget of $61 million, but it only made forty six. dollars uh, But I think it's made up for it because TV or TNT airs it like every other weekend. So um, <clears throat> obviously a way more edited version. But I, I do still like the movie. It's still a pretty good action flick. I think it holds up. Um, it has some pretty funny quotes. And at least I thought I love uh, Crazy Backwoods Gun Guy. I love the – he's just a trope in and of himself. You know, he's – uh, as Corny would say, he is just a giant can of Tropicana orange juice. Oh, um, yes. Tropicana. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, uh, I'll allow it. The, the whole movie really is a trope, and that's fine because um, that's what this genre is. It's, you know, man versus government uh, kind yeah. of a thing. He's you know? kind of on a tropical island, if yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. Alone, <laughs> if you will, on that tropical island. This was directed by... Uh, a film, uh, a cheap seat review, a, a CSR. Uh, he's a returner, right? He has been on our. He, we've done movies of his before, like, uh, like. Oh wait, 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 wait! Olympus uh, has fallen. Uh, I just said it. He's done Olympus has fallen, and we have seen Olympus has fallen. And, hey, it was Olympus has fallen. Yes, it was. And so there you go. So we have we have seen uh, an Antone Antoni. Antoine. Antoine. Sorry, I said it wrong last time. Last movie. Fuqua. Fu- Fu- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I mean, that's just what it is. Um, but Far-quad? yeah, I, I Farquad. <laughs> Antoine Farquad. He has done some. Again, I mentioned this the last time. You know, he did movies like King Arthur, which a lot of people did not like, um, but I actually did, and he did. Um, 
what's that movie where the thing Training Day? Uh, that's, that's that's another good movie. That's actually that's actually an excellent movie, and it's probably his best movie. What he's best known for. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, so he's in it. So you got Marky Mark, right? You got the Mark Wahlberg, all muscled up. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, he actually had to lose some weight for this. You got Michael Pena with the coolest name of the movie, Nick Memphis. That's just a cool name, right? That really is a kind of a badass name. Isn't it's, it? it's actually a cooler name than the actor deserved. <laughs> Sounds mean. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they call me Nick Memphis. They Why? That's just the name I got. Yeah, it's Nick Memphis. Like, oh, okay. Like, I don't How know. I just that name. I was I was born with it. I, I kind of feel like maybe like, it's Maybelline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, it just kind of seems like minus a, one point. Yeah, I kinda, yeah okay. That kind of seems like a name, like 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 I see that character name, and I don't think of him as the actor that should be playing that part. You know, like I think of like I think Michael Pena is fine, but he's he's not done a whole lot of great things. But like I I kind of feel like it should have been someone who someone who's a little bit more badass in his own right. You know, um, well he's gonna be an Ant Man. That's really cool. Good for really? him. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, I'm looking at some of the movies, some of his stuff. Yeah, Battle of Los Angeles. I liked him, man. He was fine. Um, Observe and Report. Yeah, World Trade Center. Yeah. Um, Million Dollar Baby, ER, blah, blah, blah. Roswell. It's pronounced Er. Er. Oh, no, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't know. I just kind of feel like somebody else should be ha- have that role. I don't know. I, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a cool name, Nick Memphis. Um, oh, I'm th- I know why. I was like, my mind kept thinking of Nicolas Cage, but that's because in Gone in 60 Seconds, his name is Memphis Reigns. Right? <laughs> Isn't it? His name Memphis in that, right? Am I going crazy? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Just Let's just say yes. Danny Glover's in it, and for whatever reason, he has a weird list, but I can't understand what the heck he's saying. It's like he was wearing a retainer, and I could never understand what he Riggs. was saying. Yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say, "I'm getting too old for this stuff." Like I kept for waiting. his retainer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Um, All right, three points, Jemison. He's yeah. in the lead. Yeah. Um, Kate Mara was in it. She's hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, I'm a big fan of her. She was in Iron Man two for three seconds. I'm a big fan of her nipples, which I've seen in uh, House of Cards and this one. Uh, okay. <laughs> need to start watching House of Cards. <laughs> oh, and she's going to be the new Sue Storm in the new Fantastic Four movies. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic high five for me. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> actually pretty awesome. So good job for her and um, all that you do. Uh, I thought she's. I thought she was actually pretty good. Um, if you actually go off a of body count, I think she's like number two. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wahlberg kills the most people, and she kills two people. She kills both men that come into her house uninvited. So, more of the That's story is because I mean, she kills that one dude with a shotgun point blank, and then she ends up killing Casey Jones. So, spoiler alert: Casey Jones is a bad. I know. Guy. <laughs> I mean, not, Casey Jones is having a bad day. First, he gets his trigger finger blown off. Then he gets his arm blown off, and then she goes and finishes the job. Uh, so yes. I was uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, Elias Cotias. So this is our second film with him. It is like in a row. Uh, yes. Was he? Yeah, he was in. A, yes. Not in a row. What was we? Did, what did we do last week? We didn't do the prophecy last week, did we? Turner and Hooch. Yeah, we did Turner. Turner and Hooch. And Hooch. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. sorry. I really wow. No, nah, I'm sorry. I blocked that movie out. <laughs> what the prophecy or Turner and Hooch? Yeah, Tucker and Dale. You said yes. Okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, and Tucker and Dale was in between there too. Also, yeah, that's true. We we forgot. Uh, okay, I like Tucker. Tucker and Dale, and Dale was great. I'm still uh, I still had a good time with that one. I did, in fact, though, get my um, my wife and mother in law to watch uh, the Frighteners on Halloween night, uh, and they actually seemed to have a good time with it. I I still laughed. Um, uh, I mean, out loud, hysterically, uh, when, you know, like, I do not like you. I still laughed out loud. That <laughs> so, uh, you got him, you got Ro- Rona, Rana, Mitra, Mitra. You think I'd learn how to read if I'm going to do something like that? No, no, this is actually kind of fun. You know, yeah. Pound <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, she was the other, she was it's the like other. like reading Exodus. Right. She was the <laughs> <laughs> And there's drama begat us, who begat us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we got John. Oh, I know this one. I know this one. Right. Yeah. So, so who begat Richard? What are you doing? Uh, Richard. Never mind. Yeah. She was the other female in the movie. So there was only two. This is, this is one of those guy movies where there's usually only like one girl. And so you know that means that she's going to end up with the lead. In this case, there were two girls. So good job. Two hot ones. They were both kind of hot. Yeah. Uh, and then you got, you know, don't forget your, um, uh, your, uh, your, uh, what's his face? Uh, you got a pretty mouth boy with Ned Beatty. You got him. <laughs> um, and you mean Dick Cheney? Yeah. Dick Cheney, basically. I mean, not only does he, is he just this ridiculous conservative gun toting nut, but they even have him in a scene where he's, he's skeet shooting and like, it's supposed to be the whole Dick Cheney thing. Like the only thing that we didn't have him do is like actually shoot that other dude in the face. Uh, with a shotgun. Um, this sorry, movie, oh, sorry. I, I will say this movie had a lot of political undertone. Did you guys catch any of that? It did. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and that's fine. I mean, that's what movies are allowed. You're allowed to do that. I just, you know, Mark Wahlberg. He he's reading the 9/11 report while on a super liberal um, kind of uh, site, um, but he's like, I don't like the president, but I don't like the one before him either. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, he's just kind of a, you know, he's just a pecker with too many guns. Uh, his words, not mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, this, those words are not, uh, <laughs> not reflective of cheesy reviews. Yeah, no, those are his words, not mine. Uh, and then it's like I said, so, so there's a pretty good cast. I had a good time with it. Um, I will say this, I'm skipping way ahead, uh, but Casey Jones got super creepy really fast. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. You that? Oh my gosh. Like he just, he was just. You know, first off, he's just kind of arrogant a-hole. And then he just, then he breaks into to Kate Mara's house, and all of a sudden he's creepy, wife-beater, drinking beer, pouring it on her, and going that, doing that thing where he goes, I don't know why that's so creepy. That, like, creepy, you know, like, when they sniff, whatever. Like, it was so awkward. Like, right, yeah. Like, Hello, Clarice. It actually reminded me of the scene. Have any of you guys seen the movie Unbreakable? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Bruce uh, Willis and Sam Jackson, the yes, only time that he's not a badass. Who? Oh, Sam, Sam Jackson? Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they call me Mister Glass. Um, there's a scene where the where he actually goes in and or he, um, saves a group uh, and he uh, a, a household of this, this person who's broken in. And there's a scene where the guy's literally like, he's broken in. He's drinking beer and spitting it on the wife who is tied to the. Uh, to whatever the bed rails or something like that, and Bruce Willis comes in and kicks his ass. But 
Like that's what that reminded me of with that weird moment. So anyway, Unbreakable. It's a good movie. Very underrated. You should go watch it if you haven't. Uh, Sam would say here, he would chime in and say, it's slow. Don't watch it. Okay. Sam, I could hear you saying these things from Chapel Hill. Just stop it. <laughs> See, he's not even here and he's already affecting me. It's funny. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. I would say it for the... you, Sam, but I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, wait, wait. And, uh, since we're channeling Sam, I think I have to say at least, uh, you know, he should have shot some more redheads. I think that would have been uh, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, there we, you go, Sam. Were there we, any redheads that were that were uh, in this movie? I don't. That were, they don't that exist were, uh, in this world. Oh yes, <laughs> they don't exist in this world. I don't know. There, there might have been a random henchman that was a redhead, but I don't know. None of them that. Um, there should have been more. There should have been more. Did you? Um, <laughs> I, I didn't write a whole lot of tropes because there were so many in this movie. But one of my favorite ones was the uh, the angry police boss. You know, the angry chief. That FBI guy was just mad at everything. You know. Like, I, don't, I want I, some butts. Yeah, like he he's on the phone with the guy, and the guy hangs up, and he turns and he throws his headphones on the ground, like in this super violent manner. And then he's like, "Did we get him?" They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, well, why are you being so mad? You got the thing you wanted to get. Anyway, um, so yeah, so uh, let's just really dive into my show notes here, uh, and I'm going to start with this trope. I actually like half my uh, audio clips are like of tropes. Vampires, do you read me? Shut it down. They're highly trained men, eight kilometers inside a country we are not supposed to be in. I'm sure they'll get out just fine. Shut it down now. That's the uh, the dick politician trope. The, uh, you know, like the, um, I'm sure they'll be fine. You know, like soldiers are expendable. You know, this is what they're trained. This is why we have soldiers, so that they can die for us, so we can sit here and drink cocktails like you know whatever and how did one politician get to be so powerful I don't know. Well, be able to command this whole little, little entourage i don't know he's a, he's a u.s senator i mean they they had one of those in swordfish you know he was out fishing and then Tom, john travolta comes up and then he tells him what to do and he kills people it's great um our governor kind of does the same thing. Just oh God, stop it! <laughs> We're not going there. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of governor, I uh, you, know, you know a couple couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I had uh, I was I was eating some dinner and having a beer with some people, and apparently he was the next table over. I had no idea. And Shelby? Oh yeah, I know, right? That's weird. That was very weird. Uh, I would say, you know, what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. He he probably got somebody fired because they asked him a question. Anyway. That's probably true. <laughs> there, there's your social commentary for this particular episode. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google it. Um, there you go. Uh, did you? So I like the part where, when they're um, the they're 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 having to survive in Ethiopia, which you know, gosh, we're a place to die in, right? Anyway, they're having to you know survive, and then this chopper shows up, and he pulls out that fifty cal and takes out a helicopter with a fifty cal. I just thought that was pretty yeah. awesome. Just happens to have it in there. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, if you're going to need something with some oomph like that to take out a tank or whatever, I mean, what else do you use a 50 cal for except to take out large objects? I use it to shoot squirrels. (laughs) From a mile away. (laughs) There's actually a a handgun. It's called the Judge, and you can put... Oh, yeah. Is is it the law? No. No, but... It's above the law. No, but whenever you load it, it uh, it does say... um, I am the law. So, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, 
But you can put, I think it holds five rounds, and you can either put 50 caliber uh, rounds or that's ridiculous or 12 gauge shotgun shots. It's a handgun. Um, <laughs> that's a hand cannon. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, it's it's totally for like home protection. Like you put a 12 gauge shotgun around that thing, somebody comes through that door, it's going to happen to that guy what happened to the dude what burst into Kate Mara's house. There'll be no door. Yeah. There'll be no man. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, Oh, so I made a uh, in my notes. I wrote, "Oh, it's Kristoff and Sven." And I had to think about what that, what that meant. But it was like when he's he's in the woods with the dog, right? And he's like takes a carrot and then puts it in his mouth, and the dog <laughs> takes the carrot from him. Oh yeah, it's Kristoff and Sven. So I wonder if like uh, John Laster from uh, um, what's this? What's it called? Uh, Pixar is like, hey, let's watch Shooter. You know, drink <laughs> some beer. Hey, while we're doing this Frozen movie, we should have them share carrots. There we go. Good job. See. It's all Hollywood just shows Hollywood is incestuous. No one has an original thought. I'm sure he had it in his scope. Oh, nice. <laughs> Chad? It could have been frozen in his mind. <laughs> okay, I will allow both of those because those are actually pretty funny. Uh, my next note is Casey Jones. So he's just going to be referred to as Casey Jones because I don't know his character name. I'll allow it. And I don't really care to know. He was just creepy dude. Jack Payne. Really? His name was Jack Payne. Okay, I, I, this movie needs to be burned. To I the mean, ground. okay, <laughs> hold on. So, like, so, so Mark Wahlberg's name was Bob Lee Swagger. Um, that sounds like a. Uh, <laughs> doesn't it sound like a sniper name? Yeah, oh, it's completely a sniper name. Right, I, I think it sounds like a douche name. Because, well, <laughs> All right, I'm Mark Wahlberg, and I want to be known as Swagger because well, I got swag. Well, supposedly, right. supposedly, it actually <laughs> I read in the trivia. I didn't write that this one down, but Swagger is actually a, a kind of a, a version of swag, which means uh, it's a sniper term, and it means something that I can't remember now. And I want to get it right, so I'm going to go back to the trivia thing. But it actually has a meaning. It's not like. Um, yeah, I read that. I, I can't remember what it was. Swagger's name may be a play on the term swag. In sniping terms, it stands for sophisticated wild-ass guess. <laughs> so, um, but like, Man, I need to use that term more often in my, my daily right. life. Yeah, you? I use that with my students all the time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Corny, can you fix this? Yeah, I'll give it a swag. I'm sorry, a what? Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> Uh, but Bob Lee Swagger, I mean, they they gave they always referred to him in the three names, which is the like the three names you like Lee Harvey Oswald and John uh, Wilkes Booth, John Wilkes Booth, and uh, uh, guy what shot um, Reagan? Um, who was that? Um, crap! Nobody knows. No, he not Lee Harvey. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. It was um, he did it because he wanted to get Jodie Foster's attention. What was that stupid guy's name? And now she's a lesbian. Now she's a lesbian. It's a way to go, guy. Jeez, you're the one that turned her. Um, I just right. Googled Reagan, Reagan sniper. I'm probably going to get arrested. No, he'll be fine. <laughs> he, he is dead now, so it's not like you can shoot him again. Um, Government's like, oh, we got another one. Yeah, we got another. It, was, it was John Hinckley. John Hinckley, yeah. John Bigglesworth Hinckley. Hinckley Smith or something. Bigglesworth. Bigglesworth. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a cat name, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, so like, so so you get that you get Bob Lee Swagger, and then you get Nick Memphis again, which is a cool name. But I think Michael Pena needed more like, um, like I liked his character, but changed the name. He could have, oh just, man, you know what I'm saying? Like he could have just been like Nick Smith, 
Or, he could have been known as like goofy ass uh, FBI agent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how you know, that's what they called him around the water ta- water cooler too. <laughs> hey, like if you seen goofy ass, ass today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did like him because he was a smart ass. I did like that. He was kind of a smart ass. Like he's in this horrible situation where like he is possibly responsible for letting the the guy who tried to uh who who assassinated this this guy, he kind of he he was kind of responsible for letting him get away. And he's standing there and he's like, well, "Why don't you just tell me what the report says and then I'll read it to you." Like 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 you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah, when that happened, I was kind of like did, did did he just say that? Yeah. Did, did that just? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. All right. And if, you know, if you if you play that scene back, you can actually see his balls drop to the bottom of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> nice. About the only way it would have been better is if if the the the, the boss, the police what chief, not the police chief, he's the FBI, but you know what I'm saying, like the chief would have been like, I want some butts or something like that. You know, like if he just screamed right then. <laughs> Um, he just looks nice. at him and says, there you go. Um, Sarah Finn, she might as well have been Sarah Hotcakes because she was awesome. Um, and then Jack Payne. I mean, come on. That's <laughs> so stupid. Sorry. That's just dumb. What was, the, what was the Danny Glover's name? Colonel Isaac Johnson. Colonel Isaac Douchebag. He, he should have been like Colonel Johnson. No, the other I'm, one. I'm sorry. I, I'm not sure what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I, am I the only one there. that thought that he had that weird lisp going on? I couldn't understand him. Oh, I, I think, I, I mean, think of the years between um, all the things I've seen Danny Glover in, you know, all five things he's been in. Uh, I, I guess it's, I've gotten used to it, but I never, I didn't notice it that much. But like, you know? if you go back and watch Lethal Weapon, he doesn't have that lisp. You know, like it's not as not as noticeable. It's it, there. It literally sounded like he was like like he'd gotten braces or something. You know, like <laughs> you know, like he's getting older. He sounded like the little Jewish guy from Family Guy. What's the kid's name? Uh, Mort Goldman. Oh, Mort Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. So Meg, <laughs> you're looking pretty fine today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's actually excellent. You just compared a little Jewish 13-year-old to Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest episode of Cheap Seats ever. Um, oh, but wait. Uh, Mort Goldman did have red hair. Uh, uh, true. Did the kid true. have red hair or was it the dad? Was it the kid? Both of them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Um, <laughs> nothing like guilt and patriotism to motivate someone. I don't know if that's a trope, but it kind of feels like one. Um <laughs> You know, and that's how I became a teacher, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that's actually how one of a, a friend of ours uh, joined the um, the paratrooper squad after nine eleven. It was it guilt was, and patriotism. It was it was patriotism and kind of survivor's guilt, kind of a thing, uh, and and a lot of anger, a lot of anger. Um, but anyway, but we're glad that he's okay, uh, Mark, our friend Mark. We're glad he's okay. Um. Uh, this was I, again. This was another trope that I I, I captured. Um, I don't know why this this trope bothers me, and I don't like it when movies use this. And I hate it when people in real life actually say this kind of thing. This is our guy. I thought he turned you down. He said yes. Just as annoying. Oh God, there it is. Yeah, you can hear it, right? <sighs> he yeah. said yes. <laughs> he said yes. He just doesn't know it yet. I hate that phrase. I don't know why. Or like. He's already dead. He just doesn't know it. I don't that's, like. I hate that's what that. I said about all my girlfriends in high school. 
Which part? <laughs> Hello, my name is Andrew. You're already dead, and you just don't know it. What? Oh, or you Let's mean the said, or you mean the said yes part? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what he meant. The said yes part. <laughs> hey Andrew, that's how I met my wife. Hey, Andrew, how did uh? So you and you and such and such are going to prom? Oh yeah, she said yes. She just doesn't know it yet. Why did you? Dun, dun, why, dun. why did you say that while putting a bottle of chloroform away? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Does this wag, does this rack smell like a uh, chloroform to you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Does this uh, boutonniere smell like chloroform? Thanks. Um, <laughs> yes. This just got weird all of a sudden. Uh, I don't know why. I just I hate that kind of dialogue. It drives me crazy. And if I actually heard it's super someone, cheesy, you know, and it, you really, it, it just there's no there's no chance where that ever sounds really scary. It just sounds creepy. Well, see, at this part of the movie, though, we don't know that Danny Glover is a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't really quite learned that that is a thing yet, you know? And then when he says something like that, he might as well have looked at the camera and gone, you know, like, (laughs) uh, you know, while, while, you know, with his hands together, like, you know, uh, Burns does, you know, like, I... An excellent Smithers. Mm. Right, and then the yes. only and 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 Casey Jones has got his hair slicked back, so you know he's a, a bad guy. I would never trust anybody with. I think it would have been better if he'd had one of those uh, butterfly knife combs. <laughs> yeah, oh boss. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Or just had like a butterfly knife that he was constantly twirling. Yeah, that that thing, that, that that trope drives me crazy too. Yeah, they call me Jack Knives. No, yeah. they don't. They call me. Well, his name was Pain. I'm surprised they didn't say that more. They call me Pain. Which is what you're gonna feel, you know. Like I'm surprised he didn't say stupid stuff like that. I mean, again, I like this movie, but it had some bad dialogue. It really did. It did. It did. Um, and uh, nothing like a good old uh, <laughs> Marky, Marky Mark and his uh, his country Philadelphia accent. Yeah. That man cannot escape that. <laughs> no, he couldn't. And he he was either he had two volume levels. Did you guys notice that he was either was whispering in, or yelling. Audible. <laughs> I, I had I captured one clip that I had to boost the gain on so much that like you could probably hear the director in the background fart because it's so loud. Like it's uh, it's actually the next the next clip. I might as well. Uh, well, so so I'll get to that point. So you might as well go ahead and pull the trigger on it. Um, so basically, what happens is right. So the government pulls him into this assignment to say basically someone's going to try to kill the president. We want you to stop it. So they he goes and he says this is where I would do it. And then he gets involved, and then then there's the double cross, right? And the fat dumb but, cop. But during that, don't we have a? We had a oh, we, we have a thing. Oh, did, did we had a, I, uh, what, what was that thing? Oh, had, what is it? It, oh, it was, was a. a... <laughs> we had a scout sniper montage. By the way, I can no longer watch montages without that playing in the back of my head. Right. <laughs> We had a location scouting montage. I think that's actually a better phrase to use. The location scout montage, which was great. Um, he then uh, renders his services, and and then he uh, he gets yeah. They got you know, guy pulls a pulls the trigger out and shoots him, or pulls his gun out and shoots him, and then uh, so then we get a really cool car chase through uh, through Philadelphia. Um, okay, can I can I just say when when he goes in this room. And he's the only one in the room without a bulletproof vest. Is that not like a red flag immediately? <laughs> well, you can... Everyone else has on a vest. And... Hey, guys, why, why, do you, why do you have a vest? Why don't I have a vest? What's going on here? Right. Well, also, everyone in the room had a firearm, too. 
And he didn't. And I figured that would be like an immediate red flag. I mean, he even called out that cop who came in who was all hot and sweaty and bothered. Like, did, <laughs> like what floor is this building on? Like the 19th floor? Did you walk? <laughs> I mean, this dude, I mean, he he looked like he had just run a marathon. I mean, even he was even out of breath delivering his lines. And I don't know if that was on purpose because he was acting like he was nervous. Like, like the actor was pretending like he was nervous or whatever. But like... Like, I immediately thought, like, good gracious, could you not gotten, like, some water or something and sat down for a minute? But then Marky Mark looks at him and he goes, hey, your your gun's unbuttoned. He's like, oh, look at me, I'm a dumb cop, derp derp And, like, immediately, like, Marky Mark kind of feels like, he, that's what he's just going to be referred to, because I'm not calling him Bob Lee Swagger. Um, <laughs> even, though I'm pretty sure it's, even though I'm pretty sure it's, like, the same amount of syllables, it's easier, it's just as easy to say. But anyway, um, so you get the big double cross, and then you get the longest, uh, oh, yeah, he goes through the longest car wash ever. Do you guys notice that? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> he, he not only has time to get into the back seat, cut open the seat, which would probably take a while, and then find the first aid kit, do a field dress, and then get back into the driver's seat. Like, I, I don't care what kind of, uh, you know, auto bell he just went through. That was... You know the longest one ever. <coughs> um, but then did you guys oh. did you guys notice that he he pulled a Marty McFly? So instead of grabbing the back of a of a pickup truck on a skateboard, oh, he grabs the uh, he grabs back a of the barge boat. in the water. Yeah, <laughs> actually that was pretty clever. I thought that was actually a very uh, Jason Bourne thing to do. Kind of truth be told. Oh, oh, there it is. Yep, there it is. You knew there was going to be some kind of Jason Bourne. Uh, I did actually. Uh, kind of. There's so many things that you know were the very you know he gets injured, he you know gets put back together. He's you know, and then he goes on a killing or not really killing spree, but well, uh, Mark who, Mark does. He kills but, who he has to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the difference is is that in Jason Bourne's situation, he doesn't know who is pulling the strings, and he's trying to figure it out. In this case, he kind of knows who the bad guy is. He knows it's Danny Glover. And he's trying to figure out why, you know. So, um, uh, so yeah, convenient that FBI dude gets the only call. Oh, yeah. So this movie was full of conveniences. I don't know if you noticed that. He, when he goes to the convenience store, they happen to be showing the picture that would be incriminating to him. So then he just happens to conveniently find the breaker box on the outside of the building that he can stick a piece of paper in and it blow up. Or I don't know what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just that whole movie. Oh, it's convenient that he finds a pickup truck that he can hardwire, and it was convenient that there was some over coveralls that he could steal, and it was convenient that 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 the guy he beat up, who already kind of doesn't believe that he did the thing that he did, gets the phone call from that lady, and he goes on to to do the other trope thing where he goes to his boss with real cop work, and the boss is like, "You're an idiot because you just got your ass kicked." Derp 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 like. <laughs> but I do love his excuse. This guy's a you know former trained badass. Why? Why? I, I'm new to this job. Right. Why would I know how to fight? Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually kind of surprised I'm still alive. Yeah. He, and he makes valid <laughs> points. Like the whole movie, his character makes valid points, and his bosses are all idiots. <sighs> See, yeah, government work. Right. Huh. That just that 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 type of thinking is why it, that that drives all of us crazy because we all work for the government and we know what that's like. Because cause we, obviously not to that point, you know, like... No, no, it's pretty accurate. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is that why Chad disappears for weeks at a time and we... <laughs> so, so mm-hmm. he, he makes it over to Kate Mara's house and he um, he's able to, 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 you know, 
she gets him in bed. Um, but, yeah, she does. Yeah. And then treats his wounds because yeah. it was deadly. Yeah, and then he says this thing. Burn their playhouse down. I'm sorry, what was that, Mark? Um, we can't hear you. You need, to, you need to speak up. Can you say that again? Yeah, yeah. Burn, burn their playhouse down. Mm, burn their playhouse down. <laughs> what does that like said? It doesn't even say like, I'm. It's just mm, burn their playhouse down. See, when you're trying to do a country accent and a uh, Philadelphia down. accent. <laughs> you just, you know, just, can you speak up any at all? Like the, the yeah. poor boom guy is like, okay, Mark, I, I'm going to stick this microphone like in your mouth to record this. Like you need to get louder. But under the horse. But if you do it from under no, the under, horse, <laughs> it would have been way better. I can't believe that that joke is still happening. Um, what, 30 episodes so, ago or something? Yeah, something literally like that long ago. What were you going to say, it's, Andrew? It's funny that you caught this clip because I went and watched the uh, trailer, and on the trailer you can clearly hear him say that. So it's obvious that they like either took that audio out somehow or he redid the line. Yeah, it was probably what you call uh, ADR or, or additional dialogue recording um, where you basically he goes into a studio and records – all the like, whenever you have move, scenes where like people are like on the outside of moving vehicles, and you can clearly hear them talk, like uh, no, you know they do that in a studio later on, and so that's probably what it was. Is like he did a voiceover for like a trailer or something like that. Um, I did feel like about a third of this dialogue was like for a movie trailer. Did you guys kind of get that feeling? Like you know the intro clip that I played, like this to me is just screams a movie trailer. <laughs> There's always a confused soul that thinks that one man can make a difference. And you have to kill him to convince him otherwise. That's the hassle with democracy. Like I can see like like images of like an American flag <laughs> and like that, that silhouetted <laughs> scene. You know that scene where he's silhouetted and he's firing the gun uh, at the big field in Virginia? Yeah. Like all these moments where like we're... Marky Mark is getting like his butt kicked, or he's like he's fighting, and this voiceover is happening in the background. Like, like to me, that's what this most of this movie was was like little moments like that. Anyway, that's fine. Um, so he, he decides time to time to go uh, uh, kick some ass and chew some bubble gum, and he's all out of bubble gum. And they use Google Maps. Did you guys hear that one? According <laughs> to Google Maps, he's over here. Really? Okay, that was funny. Um, uh, but yeah, to, to, and I love the fact that we have to keep proving over and over and over again that he's a good shot. You know, like we have the opening scene. Yep, he's a good shot. Now we have him on a boat standing up using a twenty-two with a Coke bottle on the end of it, and he's shooting people at pinpoint precision. You know, like that's how awesome he is. Um, you know, because he got that swagger. Because he's got that <laughs> swagger. Um, and so. Then you knew it was going to be personal. I don't think you understand. These boys killed my dog. And now it is on. (laughs) Sorry, that line. When he said that, I thought, you know, I couldn't be, I couldn't be upset. But then I thought, what if I put sandwich in the place of the dog? (laughs) (laughs) You understand. You understand. These boys ate my sandwich. Like, oh. I can see how it's on now. Um, oh, and by the way, it takes me about Tucker Dale. I swear to God, you killed my dog. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my gosh. Give me a second. Hold on. That's all I, I know you still got this. <laughs> uh, I got to find it. Hold on. Where is oh. it? 
Don't tease me like this. Do it. I'll find it. Give me a second. Uh... <clears throat> if you kill my dog, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'll get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened. So Marky Mark, they killed his dog, and now he's pissed. I don't think you understand. These boys killed my dog. So what are you going to do about it? Burn their playhouse down. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could take a vodka train. <laughs> oh my god. Just have him whispering all kinds of stuff. You know actually you know what he could have uh, voiced Bane in the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> right. But now oh. you have permission to die. Your punishment will be so but darkness, with, I shoot in the darkness. Yeah, but it would be with a weird Philly accent for some reason or something. I darkness, I, yeah, I shoot in the darkness, yeah. Okay. No, I, no. I don't know, but there you go. So then, uh, um, I, I like this this one bit here. You know, I missed a meeting today where I was going to get fired from professional conduct because I was kidnapped by people that don't exist. I'll take his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Yeah. That takes me back to Tucker and Dale when they're holding his legs out of the uh, wood chipper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you grab his leg. Oh, God, he's got, he's got a heavy dude for only being half a guy. <laughs> Let me put this leg down. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this movie keeps having so many callbacks to Tucker and Dale. This is great. Um. Uh, so yeah, so then you, so then we get the um, the uh, so they they go pound around together, and then we get to meet uh, old man McGillicuddy out in the woods, um, who knows all these really interesting things about guns and stuff. And I just like the way he delivered his lines on everything. I could, I don't know why. I kind of like that strained southern accent. I don't know what that was, um, but I could listen to him talk and say things. And and I recorded uh, several. Several seconds of him saying things. I'm just want to say, um, but then I wrote uh, my next my next uh, line was Kate Mara is awesome and hot, and that was because when she gets naked and then she shoots a dude. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, what? I missed something. <laughs> like literally, she takes off her shirt, right? So she's just in her bra, right? And then, and of course, like the director's like, okay, hey, Kate, just want to let you know that, you know, you're hot. So we want to make sure that all the dudes watching this in the theater, like, you know, you want to talk about accents? Her accent was just awful. Uh, yeah, it kind of was. It was bad. Yeah, but I, but, I, but the problem is, is that like either one that's actually her accent because that's the same kind of accent she used in We Are Marshall, right? Mm-hmm. She, she was in that, right? That was her. I thought. So. I don't know. She doesn't have it in House of Cards. I don't know. I've not seen that. Oh, you're missing out. I know. I know. <laughs> I like how. <laughs> no, it really is just a good show. It's like my favorite. Oh yeah, show. I've heard it's, it's, it's fantastic. I've heard it's fantastic. Um, oh yeah, it's, she it's... was in that shit film Ironclad. That movie's terrible. Um, so you should go watch it though. Um, it's like a uh, Ironclad. It's a. It's one of those stupid um, um, Knights of the Round Table kind of a thing. Um, it's got Paul Giamatti in it. Oh, I should tell you how James it is. Pur- Purefoy, Brian Cox, Kate Mara, uh, Paul Giamatti. He's King John. Uh, Jason Fleming. Um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's it kind of sucks, but you know it's on. It, it was on Netflix for like forever, so go watch it. Um, I could have swore she was in. 
We are marshals. Yeah, we are marshals. Yeah, she didn't have that accent, or she did. She because she it's from West Virginia, so she kind of has that same accent in that too. Anyway, whatever it doesn't matter. Um, she's still hot, and that's all that matters. Um, she was born in New York, so yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, who knows? So maybe maybe they're just like she's like, yeah, I can do Southern accent, and then they listen to it, and they're like, well, not really, <laughs> but that's okay. It doesn't really matter if that's what you're paying attention to of her, then. You're paying attention to the wrong things. Um, I like her shirt. Yes. <laughs> and and other things about that shirt. Um, yeah. And then we had Chad, right? Then we had something else right then. Then we didn't we have a uh, a shopping montage. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't gotten to play it in a while, so like you know, twice in right. one movie. But they had a shopping montage. Where they're they're going to the store to get supplies, and then they're building the bombs, and then they're doing the training. Like, you know, they, they actually wish this music was been playing. It'd have been really cool. Um, Casey Jones went all weird and creepy on her. Um, and then I did. Oh yeah, it's the old uh, draw out the helicopter and then blow it up with a fuel tank gag. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'll hit the brakes, he'll fly right by. Right. You're going to do what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they even did this thing in Born Identity. There's no helicopter, but he shoots the fuel tank and blows it up so he can draw out Clive Owen. He did the same thing. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but that scene out there at the farm that was, was pretty awesome. You know, he's, he's sneaking up. I mean, it, it, it felt very much like um, like a video game, you know, like... I got to get to this checkpoint and then kill a guy. And then I got to get to this checkpoint and then kill a guy, you know? <laughs> then you go inside, then you have the, the, the cut scene and then the save point. Cause whenever you get the save point, you know that a lot of shit's about to happen. And then he has to run outside and escape. I mean, it was, it was a video game. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was, uh, it was basically a scene, like a series of scenes taken from call of duty. Um, uh, so there you go. Um, uh, Virginia to Bozeman, Montana. That's a long ass drive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I drove to Atlanta this weekend. Four hours. That was a long drive. But to go from Virginia to Montana, what is that? Like twenty hours? Chad, didn't you do that drive? Not to Montana. Didn't you guys? Didn't some of us go to to Montana for the app game? Did Sam? No. Okay. None of us. None of us been to Montana. Okay. Well, it's it's like I I it's like twenty something hours. And they just, you know, they, they, they make it like Dark Knight Rises. You can just go from one side of the world to the other <laughs> <and> just, <laughs> instantly. Um, Bat, well, Bruce Wayne, how did you get here? I am Batman. No, I no, seriously. Man. Like, geographically, this doesn't make any sense. You couldn't walk four days ago. <laughs> how yeah. are you here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, have you guys seen the – it wasn't Muppets Most Wanted, but it was the, one, the other one that had um, – what's his face in it from from, from How I Met Your Mother? Jason uh, Siegel in it? Siegel, mm. Yeah. There's the, the, the oh sex tape, no not the, no the the Muppet movie. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, so I think Kermit the Frog was in sex tape, at least not as a voice actor. The frog here, and uh, things are about to get uh, froggy. Yeah, yeah please. Um. Anyway, they no. Um. There's Did he make this, her squall like a pig? There's there's a scene where they're like, oh my gosh. Oh, jeez. Oh, I think you should that was a, in poor taste. You should lose a point for that, but it was still pretty funny. <laughs> um, uh, poor taste, not like bacon. <laughs> uh, now you got me thinking about bacon. But in the movie, they uh, they do a bit where they're like, 
we got to get from point A to point B really fast. Oh, we, we, we don't, we don't have time for a montage. And then they're like, we'll just travel by map. And then it shows a map and then the red line, like Indiana Jones. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It did. They really did that. And then they have to go to France and then the car comes out of the water and then the water, the water pours out and Jason Teagle just goes, (gasps) like he held his breath through like, you know, the, the Atlantic, you know, it's hilarious. Like I love that kind of stuff. Um, cause the movie's not being serious and that makes good old slapstick is what you call it. Yeah. It's funny, you know, and it makes me laugh. So anyway, I kind of feel like they should have done that, you know, like Virginia and then this little red line appears to Montana and then they both wake up, get out of the car. It was a long drive. Anyway, um, I did thought this was, uh, oh, I missed a whole scene. Holy crap. So then we got, so yeah, I was talking about an uh, old uh, guy in the woods. They also said that artificial sweeteners were safe and WMDs were in Iraq and Anna Nicole married for love. Oh, she's dead now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this old guy, the old guy reminded me of my father a little bit. Really, little conspiracy theorist, you know. Oh, um, never heard nobody. I have a family member. I don't think he listens to this podcast, but um, I, you're going to find out real soon. But I have other family members that do listen to this podcast, and um, uh, he is that guy also. You know, um, that's all I'm going to say about that because I don't know if he listens or not. Um. He probably doesn't, but if you do, uh, we love you. But you're crazy. Um, and then, <laughs> and then to continue the theme. See you Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, but that's okay. Would have been a bad job to take, though. How come? Whoever took that shot's probably dead now. That's how conspiracy works. Them boys on the grassy knoll, they were dead within three hours, buried in the damn desert, unmarked graves out past Terralingua. And you know this for a fact. Still got the shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know who he reminds me of? Who's that? One of the two old guys from the Muppets. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But, you just... know, darker and, you know, creepier. <laughs> who kills people for, who killed people for a living, yeah. Uh, yeah. So then we had this kind of funny moment. I'll tell you what, I'll give it to you and we'll call it even. I just want someone there I can trust. I'm amenable. Who do you have in mind? I'm sorry. What, what did you say? I'm a I'm a minable. I'm a I'm a I'm, I, don't, I don't know what he said. I'm a mandible. I don't know what he said. He's, he's a jaw. That's what he is. He's a man. He's, he's a, a mandible. mandible. Oh, is, isn't <laughs> he's a mandible <laughs> with, the, with the crimson chin and cleft? Yeah. If you watch Fairly Odd Parents, that's hilarious. Crimson chin. Yes. That's voiced by uh, Jay Leno. You know, because he has a big chin. Anyway, um, <laughs> I never noticed. Yeah, that was that's him. He plays. He voices the crimson chin. Um, I was talking about Jay Leno Shannon. I didn't realize it was that big. Really? Did you yeah, remember, and you also guys, didn't realize the sun was in the air. Did you guys? Did you remember that 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 uh, TV show? It was on Discovery or something where they would build machines that fight that fought each other. Oh yeah, the oh, war yeah, about yeah. the. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. Junkyard like, Wars. Something like that. Yeah, but they so Jay Leno sponsored a machine, and the whole point was that it, it was his face with his giant chin that went to the floor, and it had a actuator a piston actuator and the whole point was to just flip the other vehicle onto its side or its back so it couldn't fight anymore like that was the whole point it was pretty funny uh, i'm gonna finish the clip now but i i still didn't understand i can't i still can't understand what the hell he's saying give it to him we'll call it even i just want someone there i can trust i'm amenable who do you have in mind but that guy from you two with the glasses friend nelson mandela and all he seems trustworthy final 
You want them to get Bono? My colleagues questioning my choice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that could be a tough problem. You know, last minute and all. He's, he's still whispering. Like, anyway, come on, Mark. <laughs> and that's that's the way he is in every movie he's ever been in. You know, he's either yelling at you or he's whispering. Um, that's just that's just his thing. Um, I have some trivia that'll actually make that comment kind of funny later on. Just think about his delivery, and then I'll tell you this actor who was almost in this movie, and you guys will all laugh. Uh, oh, please think, tell me it was Christopher Walken. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yes, Christopher Walken was almost that character. No, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry, you're talking about voices? That would have been great to hear is Christopher Walken. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so then they get to the bit where they're on the mountain, right? And he's going to do the exchange. And of course, you know, there was going to be a double cross or a triple cross or a quadruple. I don't know. Anyway, they were going to try to kill him. Right. And poor, <clears throat> poor, uh, Memphis. Um, I mean, Nick I, Memphis, you were going to say the name. You got to say the whole name. Nick Memphis. Nick Memphis. How, how did that conversation go? Okay. Hey, Nick, I'm just going to let you know. They're going to think that you're me and they're going to shoot you. But the snipers that they have hopefully aren't good enough to shoot you in the head. So they'll go for a body shot. So we're going to give you this metal plate to wear around your chest. So hopefully they aim for your heart. But what if they aim for my head? Well, we're just going to assume that they're not, you know, like, <laughs> actually, I think the conversation would more, more, more like, so uh, Nick, what we're going to do is, uh, yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. This is what we're going to do. You're going to wear this metal plate. I'm sorry, Mark. I couldn't understand what you're saying. And then, I, I still, I, whatever the plan is, just tell me later. Or can we write it down? <laughs> tell me, write it down. Send me a text. This is 2007. We did that back then. Send me a text. Anyway, um, but not a lot. I mean, because you know they they cost ever. <laughs> they, they did cost more back then. So they, so they, so he, he takes out the snipers, which was pretty awesome. I have to admit that was a pretty cool scene. And they do the thing that sni- that movies love to do. Is the scene where a sniper shoots another sniper through the um, through, through the, the scope the, through the scope and kill him, right? And and that's based off of this famous story about the sniper in um, Vietnam who did this. And MythBusters got a hold of this, and they could never reproduce the shot. Um, but they didn't. Oh, uh, through the, uh, the the scope, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you're going through like three pieces or like three or four. Like they did a modern day scope, and it went in modern day scopes with like four pieces of glass. So by the time the bullet goes through the second piece of glass, it changes trajectory and never goes through the eye. But then they're like, well, Vietnam, I mean, these these probably only two pieces of glass. And they tried on that one. They still couldn't get it to quite work, but they could still, like, they were able to get a fatal shot on the ballistics gel head thing. Um, but I, I, whether it's true or not, I kind of want to believe it's true because it's an awesome thing or a story. Because they did the same thing in uh, Shaving Private Ryan, right? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, oh Shaving my Shaving Private Ryan? <laughs> Shaving Ryan's Private? Shaving, tra- Shaving Ryan's Private is the porn version, yeah. Uh, oh, my. I kind of I mixed them together, didn't I? It was kind of weird. Oh, yes, you did. Speaking of Saving Private Ryan, did you guys know that that has a Serenity Firefly connection? No. Nathan Fillion is in that. And he is in it as Private Ryan. Did you know that? I'll be damned. He's the first Private Ryan that they get to who thinks that his brothers are dead, but they're like 11 years old. And he's just sitting there crying. That's Nathan Fillion. Mind, Damn. Mind's blown everywhere to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Damn it, Mal. <laughs> Damn it, Mal. Every time he has to start using my name. Um. So we do the scene, and then the FBI show up, and... She gets revenge and she kills the guy. 
And uh, and there you go. Then you have the trial, and then Marky Mark puts the you know he does the, a badass thing at the end. You know he was like he puts the bullet in the gun and he pulls the trigger and they don't shoot because he pulls all the firing pins, which was also pretty awesome. And it was very smart of him to do that ahead of time because you know just in case you know shit goes down. So this was a great clip, and I had to edit it a little bit because you know this podcast is a family friendly podcast. So here you go. That won't be necessary, Colonel, as I have already received no less than a dozen calls from highly ranked and powerfully placed individuals telling me to let you go. But the joy of checks and balances in our government is that I can. And am indeed required by law to tell them to f*** off. This is about evidence and finding out the truth, so you sit there and be quiet. (laughs) That's right. You sit there being quiet, you nerf herder. I'm not going to lie. That scared me for about good three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ooh, is Sean going to get it right? Yes, I did. Damn it. And then at the end, you get the, you know, the part where the guy comes up to him and says, well, this isn't the Wild West, but sometimes it should be. I mean, he might as well just hand the gun to him and just like, go kill the senator, right? And uh, which he does, which was an awesome scene. And I, though I kind of wish there was a bit more um, gratification in him killing Danny Glover. You know, like, you know, like I kind of wanted that guy to suffer because he was such a horrible human being. You know, anyway, that's just. Me. Yes, he was. He was pretty bad. Yeah, I kind of wanted him to like, <laughs> to, like get his like like what the other guy did. Like, he got his hand blown off, and then he got his arm blown off. Like I kind of wanted that. <laughs> oh God, his brain is the worst. Right. You know? Oh. <laughs> and then he says, "I'm getting too old for this stuff," and then dies. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and then you know he shoots Warren Beatty or, or Ned Beatty in the face, and there you go. <laughs> like not Warren Beatty, we like him. No, not I Warren Beatty. I am a U.S. senator. I know. I know. Bang. That was awesome. And then he walks out all badass, like slow motion as the the place blows up. And that building must have been made of explodium. (laughs) Holy cow. Explodium. I mean, that house. It's an element. Go look it up. It's on the periodic table. It's also diarrhea of some kind. (laughs) Do you have explodium? Uh, Take ammonium ID. Um. Yeah, this that house went up like a damn. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, the I get that he broke the gas line, but unless that the gas tank that's underneath the house is like a five million gallon tank, I don't think the house is gonna blow up like a nuclear bomb. But it's still a cool scene. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think it would do that. But movies love it. Love to make you think that that's actually what would happen. You know? Like, I think there might have been a small explosion and some windows would have blown out and the house would have eventually burnt down. But like, my favorite case of explodium, corny, you'll love this, is in the movie Commando <laughs> when he said, "Oh those, my god, he chucks." Know, a, <laughs> Chad, have you seen Commando, Andrew? I have not. No, I haven't seen it. There's this scene where he, uh, he Schwarzenegger is in the movie, right? And the whole concept is these bad guys took his daughter, right? Um, so taken. Yeah, it's taken. It really <laughs> is taken, actually. Just a really without bad cell version of taken. It's just it's just without cell phones and an, an annoying sidekick, um, <laughs> who shoots mm-hmm. a rocket launcher backwards. Anyway, <laughs> he, there's these barracks that have the bad guys in them, and it's really early in the morning, so they're all asleep. And he takes like two like just frag grenades, right? Just basic frag grenades and toss them in these buildings. And these buildings go up like this building did. I mean, it's just like, it was literally like the, 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 the buildings were pressurized full of helium or, or napalm or something like that. You know, like something that, that burns, like propane. And these things light up like, you know, nuclear explosion. It's hilarious. So, yeah, they were built of explodium. Um, 
my favorite explodium was uh was some poltergeist. Yeah. Dude, not you... really, no. Oh, no, oh okay. Really. Of the vomit scene with the No. Oh, I'll say the Exorcist with the vomit. <laughs> no, the back uh, end. No, oh, the God. uh back end in the bathroom. Yeah. There's there's um oh, gross. Uh, oh poultry geist. Oh yeah, poultry geist. <laughs> yeah, poultry geist in the bathroom. Yeah. You forgot about that movie, didn't you? Oh my god. Oh, I so god. want to. I really do want to. <laughs> I tried to block poultry it out. Poultry geist. Or <laughs> that song oh, was catchy though. Die. It was. <laughs> I don't think I have that song handy anymore. Uh, oh, maybe I Don't do. be chicken, sing the song. Okay. <laughs> that movie was terrible. Um there's actually a lot of really great moments of Explodium if you think about it in the action flicks. You know, like um, like the roof of Nakatomi Plaza in Die Hard. Oh, that was beautiful. You know, they use like six sticks of C4. Or he uses one stick of C4, a computer monitor, and he blows up the first floor um, <laughs> in Die Hard. I actually kind of want to go watch Die Hard now because I still I think that movie holds up so much. It's so great. Speaking of uh, watching things, uh, because we saw uh, Casey Jones in this movie. Mm-hmm. And because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just got released on... Uh, it's on Netflix? Yes, I have watched it twice. Really? <laughs> yes. I haven't watched it in about, literally about three years. Does it hold up still, kind of? Oh, it is. Sorry, as a, for nostalgia purposes, it is wonderful. I mean, you could start now, I could start to see, like, you know, how badly some some parts of the costume were. But in terms of, if you were going to have some, you know... Uh, uh, Costumed turtles. Right. This is it was actually really good. It could, still holds up. Could you tell that Raphael was voiced by one of the Corys? No, I didn't. Corey Feldman. <laughs> oh no, that takes away everything. Yeah, he voices the. Mm. He voices him. Yeah. Ra- Raphael was a bitch, by the way. Oh yeah, he was. The, speaking of Ninja Turtles, I, I have a two-year-old, so our TV lives on Nickelodeon, and we watch the new Ninja Turtles cartoon. Like, it's on twenty-four hours a day. And I genuinely like that show. Corny, do you, you watch that at all? Um, I saw a couple episodes with uh, Parker. And, uh, oh, as a matter of fact, speaking of, speaking of which, uh, there was one episode where they kind of jump in the – basically uh, these other cranes are uh, using portals to go from mm-hmm. Dimension X to Earth. And apparently, there are all these other dimensions. So the new turtles are walking through, mm-hmm. and yeah. they, they, look into, they look into a window and they go, huh. And is that supposed to be us? And it's the old school it's turtles. It's the old turtles, yeah. And they, like, they have the old music playing, and oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was all, uh, a great little bottle of nostalgia all in one little yeah, place. It, it really was, and they and they do that a lot. And something else I learned, I was watching the episode today. Whoever created the show is a huge Star Trek fan because there's they they when when they're not fighting crime, they're eating pizza and they're watching a TV show, which is a complete ripoff of Star Trek. You know, like. The guy's on the planet, and he like he has to, he's making out with some weird alien, and then some <laughs> some person goes, "Captain, we're all gonna die!" And then he smacks him across the face, and he goes, "Calm down, soldier, we're gonna get out of this." And 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 all these funny things, and the poster for the for the show looks just like the poster for uh, the search for Spock. Like it looks exactly <laughs> like it. Like it's the same color scheme and the same placement of the character, the uh, the heads of the actors and stuff. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, but yes, Ninja Turtles, it's a good show. It actually is it's generally a good show. Anyway, season three. And here's the funny part, Corny, again, con- continuing with this. <laughs> Seasons one and two were voiced by the same Shoot people. Shoot away. Uh, they, were, yeah, they were voiced by the same people. Um, uh, Samwise Gamgee does Raphael. 
Um, ah. Yeah, and Jason Biggs is Leonardo. So I can hear it now. <laughs> Chad's head has just been exploded. Um, <clears throat> so in the new series, or the new season, uh, season three, uh, they got, um, what's his face? That that annoying redhead kid. Um, I just opened the door on that one, didn't I? Yeah, um, <laughs> anybody? <laughs> uh, he was uh, uh, Scotty from uh, friggin', um shoot. Um, I got a whole bag of shh with your name on it. What's that movie? Austin Powers. He's the kid. Oh, uh, Seth Green. Uh, Seth Kitty. Green. Yeah. Seth Green. Oh, sorry. Seth Not Green the... now voices Leonardo. And um, so his voice is very different. So, like, they, um, and this whole, this season three is they're at the farmhouse um, because the city's been overrun. So they're at the farmhouse. And Leo is the one that gets beat up, not Raph. And he wakes up in a bathtub. I mean, nice. It's, it's literally like they're doing a, an homage to the show. And, like, Casey Jones. And Donatello are in the garage working on the van, making fun of each other. Um, it's it's pretty funny. Um, this 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 thing that's happening now. They're making fun of you. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Some other time. I can go on this show for a long time. <laughs> anyway, they actually make fun. They actually make go. Why does his voice sound different? I don't know. When he got when he got hurt, you know, and maybe you know the medicine changed. Like whatever. It's pretty funny. So they actually explained why he had a different voice. Sorry for that long tangent about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Anyway, that's our movie. Um, <laughs> yes, folks, we just watched the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 90s movie. I'm sorry. And uh, we just gave you a five-minute synopsis of that as well. Yeah. <laughs> we ought to do that movie sometime. Um, oh, sure. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, which one? The, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie? Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We can add that to the list. I'm good with that. Um, Andrew, I know you probably won't be on that episode, but do you approve? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Would you like to hear an episode with us doing that? Well, I mean, I just heard a mini one, but a long one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. But I'll, I'll try not to talk about the TV show too much. Um, and you failed. Yeah. But like, I already there's already things that I want to talk about like for the TV, for the movie. Like how um, there's an Iron Man uh, 2 connection. Uh-huh. Corny? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wait. Come on. Wait. Uh-huh. Iron Man 2, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 2. Does Mickey Rourke? Nope. Uh, uh, shh. Who? I, I, don't, I don't have it. There are two bad guys in Iron Man 2. Mickey Sam, Rourke. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. What is he in this movie? He is like the head punk kid. When the cop shows up at the end, he says, what's oh, going man, on that- here? And he's like, you, if you want your answers, you need to go down to the 35th warehouse. You find your answers there. That's Sam Rockwell. Holy crap. Right? Boy, that's a young Sam Rockwell. Mind blown again. <laughs> I mean, I'm just full of this stuff. Anyway, on to trivia. You're full of something, all right. Full of something. On to trivia. Audible.com sponsored this show. Uh, you can check out thousands of, uh, of uh, audiobooks from their uh, uh, collection of things. Uh, go to audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews. You can get a 30-day free trial and a free book. Totally free. No obligation. Totally free. There you go. Trivia. Athens, Some Tennessee. Trivia. Uh, Athens, Tennessee, the residence of the firearms expert Swagger and Nick Visit, was the location of the Battle of Athens. I only copy this because I like weird history like this. Um, weird history. Thank you. <laughs> the location of the Battle of Athens, where in 19, this is 19, not 18 or 17, 1946, 
Arms, armed citizens removed a corrupt local government and restored free elections. 1946, how was that a thing? Anyway, that seems crazy to me. That, like, there's a local government that's like, nope. In our little town of Tennessee, no elections. We rule this place. Like, Did our governor live there then? Stop it. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, we mentioned this earlier. Character name of Bobby, Bob Lee Swagger is a homage homage to a conspiracy theory that assassins must have three names, such as Lee Harvey Oswald, John Wilkes Booth, Mark David Chapman, and James Earl Ray. Who is Mark David Chapman? I think he's a Let me Google that singer. for you. Please, Chad. Since you're, uh, uh, you know, kibitzing here on my uh, my script, I can see the little mouse floating around here. It's freaking me What's out. What's the name again? Uh, James Mark, Earl Ray. Uh, or him, too. I don't know who that guy is, either. I mean, he's, uh, James Earl Ray was, um, damn it. Um, didn't he shoot Martin Luther King, Jr.? Oh, I actually, think you're right. Yeah, actually, I think that is right. Or is that James Earl Jones? Oh, yeah, so he wasn't the guy that voiced Darth <laughs> Vader. <laughs> yes, he was. James Earl Jones shot Martin Luther King. James Earl Ray shot uh, Martin Luther King Jr. So well, who did Mark David Chapman shoot? It sounds like a cont- uh, contemporary Christian singer. It kind of does. <laughs> yes, he does. I mean, that's because there's uh, uh, Stephen Curtis He killed Chapman. John Lennon. That bastard. <laughs> he killed John Lennon. You bastard. bastard. Keanu Reeves was the original choice to play Bob Lee Swagger. No. (laughs) (laughs) I know how to shoot a gun. I mean, could you imagine that? I mean, if you thought that Marky Mark's whispering was bad, I mean, just. So, so, so what are you going to do now? (laughs) Whoa, I'm going to burn down their playhouse. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Keanu Reeves. I just can't see it at all. I can't see him being the um the the, the that that character, you know, like the military dude. So in the scene where Sarah Finn, aka Hot Kate Mara, first talks to Nick Memphis, aka not a good name for him, Bobby Lee Swagger <laughs> is seen standing outside with a Philadelphia Eagles hat and jacket on. Yeah, yeah. Marky Mark plays for the Eagles in the movie Invincible 2006. Ha, ha, ha. Good job. There you go. That's your trivia. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's it, right? Top three. Right? That's the point. That's what my script says. The... <coughs> hope so. Sorry, I'm reading <laughs> Chad smi- because... Chad is smiling now, so I know something, Chad, Chad something is, has happened. Uh, Chad is updating my uh, my script as we speak, and it's, uh, again, freaking me out. Apparently, there is a Jurassic Park uh, reference, uh, but not really. <laughs> okay? Uh, this is fun as my script keeps updating me. I have to read what my script says. Uh, time for the top three. Um, where is that little button? Oh, here it is. Top three. So we decided to do man versus government. You know, a situation where you've got an individual or individuals who are are, are in an insurmountable odds versus the government. Okay, uh, Chad. I'm going to go with. And if you steal <clears throat> one of mine because you've been looking at my script, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to steal any of yours. Okay. However, yours are really good. Okay, thank you. But mine are better. Oh, okay. Oh, suck it, Sean. Yeah, suck it. Suck it. Suck it. By the way, Corny, I love your uh, comment on Facebook about how 
we landed a, 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 a unmanned device on a comet, and you said, suck it, space. I, <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. Like, I, I couldn't help it but laugh at that moment. It was really funny. And then, of course, you hashtag Central Africa. I um, did. If, if, if you're not doing that, you need to be doing that. Hashtag Central Africa. This is a thing that will happen. Cheap seat. I'm going to make a trend. Damn it. We had cheap seat reviews. We're going to make hashtag Central Africa a trend because apparently, um, dumb Americans that we are, we need to be more of aware. See, we had a we had a hashtag Central Africa just now because I didn't know who the hell James Earl Ray or Mark David Chapman were known for, and I feel like I should. Um, so, hashtag Central Africa. There you go. So, Corny. Uh, Chad. No. <laughs> what, my what? turn, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Chad. It's I'm been your turn forever. With... Let my people have a turn. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you have a dream about having... You can turn? wait. Oh, you can <laughs> oh wait that's fair. That's turn. actually fair. I'm There's... okay with that. Okay, good. Chad? All right. Uh, Dave. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, he's not actually killing people. He just... He's not killing people, but he's... He's literally it's, against the government because they... He's against the government. Because he is the president, but not really. And can we be on with the... Hey, before you go, Chad, seriously, hold on. I was in Atlanta this weekend at a conference, and um, I'm the, I'm that guy that, that when everybody's like, hey, let's go drinking and go to the place, I'm like, I'm going to stay in my hotel because I'm tired. Uh, so I stayed in my hotel, and that movie was on, uh, and it's that, that scene, that great scene when he's sitting around the table, and he's like, so we need $650 million to save the orphanages. And you've got $48 million donated or designated so that people will feel good about their, about their cars. Like you you want to feel good about the car you've already bought or do you want little Susie to have a place to sleep? Like, well, okay. Like anyway, but yeah, that movie was on. So good job. Thanks, Chad. All right. So that's Dave, mm-hmm. um, going off into a, uh, close second hunger games. Oh gosh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like that's a thousand percent what that is. Yep. And then uh, one that is near and dear to uh, my heart because it was filmed in my own backyard. My fellow Americans. Yeah. Oh yeah. That 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 was both look of your you, backyard. Look at wasn't you, it? Chad. Wasn't, I love that movie. Yeah, it wasn't both Andrew? That was like your hometown, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't it? Like uh, I'm pretty, Old Fort and. Uh, Black Mountain and Waynesville, yeah. I'm pretty sure Andrew, didn't you watch it for the first time with me in Apartment 40? And you were like, "Holy crap! I have eaten at that chicken place or something." Yeah, and yeah. The, and the scene where they crash through the thing and the the and uh, one of my uh, one of the guys on the bus was one of my substitute teachers in high school. Right. I mean the uh, train. Right. And then the train had the the, the North Carolina championship uh, train on it because they were all not championship, but they were going to the Final Four um, that year. Yeah, so great. Yeah, gosh, those are all great, Chad. Good job. Um, but my list is better. Um, uh, Corny. All righty. Um, number one, uh, sorry, my number three is uh, Shrek and the movie Shrek. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with uh, number two, Will Smith, Any, Enemy of the State. Oh, that's such a good movie. But Gene and, uh, yeah, I definitely, yep. And then Gerard Butler in uh, Phantom of the Opera, what? No. Yes. <laughs> in law-abiding citizen law-abiding citizen yeah that's a movie where he's a bad guy and you kind of root for him oh yeah he kills so many people in that yeah. movie yeah he kills a guy with a bone from a stake yes so let's just remember that that's the thing that happens uh andrew 
Okay, so yeah. <laughs> was that your list, Corny? That was three, right? Yeah, no, sorry. Okay, sorry. I, c- I can't count. That's okay. So I, I have a couple honorable mentions. I had an enemy of the state. Yeah. Um, the Departed. I kind of counted that. I don't know if it really works. Or okay. Chad, will you allow uh, it? I'm going to allow it. Okay. I, okay. I wouldn't, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to allow it because it's Andrew. And okay, it's fair just, That's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. Thanks. He's, he's helping us out. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was prepared for a different list. I'm sorry. Um, the, I also had Gangster Squad, which I don't know that really counts either, but it's kind of like individuals against, you know, everybody else. So, <laughs> Is damn, that I usually how it works in movies? <laughs> <laughs> um, film and people and Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just words. Uh, so The Negotiator, number two. Yes. Oh, man. That How was did we one. miss that one, Corny? Click on it, Nibon. Click on it. Oh, yeah, my it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And then I know this one is probably a really far stretch, but I love the Wolf of Wall Street. And he's not really, you know, against the government per se, but against Wall Street and all these big wigs that are like in, in control of our money and all this stuff. So no, it's good. I, don't know. I love that one. Okay. And there's a lot of sex in that movie. So good job. And drugs. And drugs. But mostly sex. <laughs> yeah. But and I the think drugs, the F-bomb you know. is, is said like 138 times or something like that. It's actually pretty pretty insane. Um, Chad, don't you do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, anyway, so Chad is now arguing the point of one of mine. All right, here we go. So my top three, uh, the first one is I put just the Bourne franchise. Uh, I'm surprised no one else said it, but maybe because it was too obvious, but... I like the trailer. I like the, the the quartet of movies that they produced. Um, they're all good. The newest one is actually supposed to be really good too, um, but we'll see. It's obviously I think they're still filming it um, or pre production. Uh, second one I put Serenity. All right, damn it! They're going damn against it, the it. central government, the central planet. Chad, yes, it does count, and it is really so. I poo poo on you. And uh, that's a whole another film genre. We can't do that. <laughs> I have something to say about that after your after your last one. No, go ahead and say it now, because you might have something else to say about the next one. Well, okay. Well, no, no, no. go ahead, go ahead. You sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. My last one is uh, is uh, Star Wars, because the whole point of Star Wars is to fight against the evil government, um, the evil empire. All right. Uh, Don't you? Uh, it's what it is. It's yeah, what it is. I just, I just wanted to do that to see. That's exactly. I think if you can count mine, you can count that one. Yeah. I, no, it's. I mean, it's but that's totally literally it. the point wanted, of Star Wars. I just wanted Wars. to give you a hard time. It's literally the point of Star Wars is that they're fighting against the evil empire. Man, I feel like I can take on the entire empire. But it's oh, not really. really Dak, Dak says he's got great. it. But it's not really what Chad. I, I think it's more of a good versus evil type deal, and and sure, and where. The negotiator yeah, it's, is it's, good versus evil, but it's not enemy really, of the state is good versus evil. But it's less political than it is. So, you know, I, did, I didn't do Jedi I didn't, stuff. I didn't say. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you, are you mocking Star Wars now? Because you're going to piss off a lot of people. Um, All five people that listen to this. We have more than five. <laughs> We're up to seven now. I think. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. I actually made two dummy accounts. We're, we're down to five. Balls. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. But I just, geek, just, I just, I just had to do. I had to 
You had to play the Sam. Sam. Yeah, I had and, to play the Sam card. Yeah, but see, the thing is, I think he actually would be very much on my side for both Star Wars and Serenity. If I could have made an argument for Star Trek, he would have been like losing his mind. Uh, I don't know how I could have <laughs> on that one either, but anyway. Um, uh, I added a new little quick little thing I just wanted to add just real quick towards at the end of the – and maybe this isn't the best place. Maybe after um, – before top three, but soundtrack grade. I want to just real quick grade, you know, however you want to grade it. Um, you know, uh, personally, uh, this I would give this soundtrack grade a a um, a meh. You know, like eh, it was there. I didn't really notice it. It didn't bother me. It was there. You guys agree? Disagree? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sort of agree with you on that because I, there's nothing really that jumped out at me that said that. nothing that said wow that soundtrack was really really good like i have to go buy that or whatever yeah it was just yeah i'm just kind of like eh you like you had some you had some you had some snare drum playing when you needed some you know kind of patriotic thing happening and that's sure yeah Um, the only thing that i liked was the uh within the scene where he's remembering back to the helicopter and he's in the farm in virginia you know and there's this lone trumpet playing, and it's all slow mo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's the only thing that really like stood out to me. Everything else was forgettable. Yeah, like I'm looking back at his um, uh, the guy who did it is Mark Mancia, man, yeah, Mancia, uh, and he did Training Day, but I don't remember Training Day having a good, um, having a good soundtrack. Wait, now I'm about to insult this guy, and he's done some good stuff. Okay, so let's just hold on here. All right. Um, this movie was forgettable. Maybe he had an overdue phone bill and he just needed to throw something, you know, whatever on, but he has done such things as, uh, he did do speed and I actually kind of like speed, you know, uh, he did, um, bad power Rangers. No, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe, but that's not what I was trying to go for. He did bad boys. Corny. Money Train, Twister. Okay, yeah, 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 I can hear all that. Con, yeah. Con Air, Tarzan. He did Tarzan, like the Disney Tarzan. Oh, I hate Phil Collins. Um, but well, Phil, <laughs> oh, Collins, wrote, Phil Collins wrote the song. <laughs> he wrote the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I know. I um, just wanted to say that. Uh, Training Day, um, Brother Bear, uh, Aslam or Asylum. Sorry. <laughs> we we with what we call we had a when I worked at the local uh, Carowinds the theme park nearby during the Scarowinds the uh, Halloween portion that's a maze that lives um, it, it's a physical building that exists all the time and that's what we call it uh, Aslam August Rush was a great soundtrack I mean August Rush oh, is yeah. actually really good because uh, I actually have um, the main that main thing that, that plays at the end that the kid produces yeah. uh, conducts. Hurricane season, I don't know what that is. Planes, eh, whatever. Planes. Um, hurricane season is the season that hurricanes come in. Oh, it's not, Duh. Uh, thanks. Penthouse North? Ooh, what's that? It's porn. <laughs> don't click on it. Don't click on it. A reclusive, blind photojournalist lives quietly in a New York penthouse until a smooth but sadistic criminal looking for a hidden fortune enters her life. Wait, wait, wait. A blind photojournalist? Yeah, it's uh, Michael Keaton apparently plays the uh, creepy dude, and Michelle Michelle Mahonigan. But but, but blind. <laughs> yeah, wait. Photojournalist. Is, is she the hot one from? Yeah, she's the hot girl from Eagle Eye. Yeah, yeah. Kids, you could do whatever you want. Okay, don't listen to Chad. If you want to be a, a blind. Journalist. 
Well, if your name is Helen Keller and you want to be a photojournalist, go for it. That's right. So don't listen to Yeah, Charlie. I'm going to go out and take pictures of this. Where's my camera? Stop it. I can't. Oh. Oh. I see what you Has did there. Has anyone seen that my person. camera? Uh, it's like okay. the joke that people made that, that it was slightly inappropriate but still kind of funny is that do you think Ray Charles saw his movie before he died? That's... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, Damn. Yeah. So mm. most people then will say, I think the movie came out before he died. <clears throat> yeah, but he didn't see it. Um, no. Yes, we're horrible people and we're all going to hell. So the soundtrack I thought was eh. Uh, email. Um, we have, email. I, I know of it. <laughs> we have an email from Google letting me know that we had a sign-in attempt and it was blocked. So good job, Google. I appreciate you for doing your work. We have an email from Sam. Just wanted to send you a quick note and say, suck it. Best wishes, Sam. So there you go. Thanks, Sam. Suck it. I'm glad you are thinking of us. We also have an email from our pal, the Angry Scotsman. We didn't get him last week, but we do have him here. So as a result of, of Angry Scotsman, we will play our intro for Angry Scotsman. If it's no Scottish, it's crap! So, um, I'm <laughs> I not, like it. Yeah, I've played it before. Um, I'm not going to attempt to do it within the, um, the, the Scottish accent that he has. So, uh, evening, uh, evening bastards. Sorry, wow, I'm, that was. Could you make that any wider? I, I went, evening. <laughs> can I borrow some sugar? Uh, evening bastards. Sorry, I missed evening you last. Uh, ev- sorry, I missed you last week. I was busy whipping some ass in a bar fight and broke my phone. That's why you're getting an email this week. Hopefully, I can join you on your next podcast abortion. I mean, recording. Eee. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah. <laughs> Um, Walked right into that one, didn't we? Jeez. Yeah, As for last week, I really hate Turner and Hooch, mainly because it reminds me of my in-laws. No lie, my mother-in-law always looked like she swallowed a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and she has the shoelaces hanging out. Oh, my oh, God. Gross. <laughs> I did think it was cool how they found a dog with an identical twin, though. Jeez. Oh, that's unfortunate. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode of this <laughs> podcast. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I must compose myself. Uh, there was Hooch and Dr. Emily Carson. There was Hooch and Dr. Emily Carson. Again, actresses in that time period may as well have been men in wigs like it was the days of Shakespeare. At least then they would have had a oh, good no. reason to be that ugly. Well, I think we all kind of said the same thing. Um, because I didn't. She uh, wasn't very attractive. No, she wasn't at all. Uh, in fact, uh, again, the, the film that I, I most remember her from is the uh, the Wyatt Earp thing, and she's on drugs that whole time, and she looks like it. So she fit that movie just fine. Now, as for this Marky Mark monstrosity, first of all, quote unquote superhero Marky Mark Wahlberg is a giant douche nozzle. Oh, yeah. Before I continue <laughs> on um, with that, I just I just want to say I, don't, I haven't read I haven't read all of the email, and, and maybe I won't because it, it's kind of long, but. Marky Mark literally did say um, he was actually supposed to have been on Flight 93 that went down in Pennsylvania. He was supposed to be on it, but his, his uh, limousine got delayed or something, so he wasn't on it. But he has literally said, like on TV and in public, that had he been on that flight, it wouldn't have crashed because he would have stopped the assailants. Like, when you say stuff like that, that makes me physically angry. 
And that 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 kind of things makes me not to want to watch your movies because like yeah, I get it. You're from the streets of Philadelphia and movie and movies have taught you how to fight. But you don't know what the hell you're going to do in that situation when dudes with box cutters come taking over the plane. Anyway, that just pisses me off. He's a douche nozzle. Uh, that's nice. I appreciate that. Why is it in each of his movies does he have to put on sunglasses and walk in slow motion? Yes, he did. That's right. Because that's when Danny Glover was like, hey, are you going to help us out? And he gr- puts his sunglasses, his sunglasses on, grins, and then walks away slow motion. That's great. The only you thing, know, I did that at work the other day, and they, they told me to get back in and do my job. I was like, I'm sorry. I should do that, like, to put on, like, I don't have sunglasses because my glasses are my sunglasses. I have transitions lens, but should do that sometimes. And then, like, my staff would be like, why are you walking so slow? <laughs> uh, the only thing that was missing was the huge explosion behind him. Well, we kind of got that at the end. He just wasn't wearing sunglasses. And F him and his massive biceps. I kind of <laughs> figured this movie was about guns, but come on, he can F right off. By the way... Were Danny Glover and Michael Pena supposed to be portraying mentally handicapped people or drug addicts? I couldn't understand a word Glover said, and Nick Memphis, well, I just felt bad for him the whole time. First, his character was a clueless FBI agent. I wouldn't want him protecting me, and his second was that of and his second was that of a class nerd that was really smart, but nobody paid attention to any of his advice. Yeah. Uh, give me crazy-eyed lead vest ooze guy from the Frighteners any day. Okay. Uh, crazy-eyed lead. Oh, lead vest. Lead vest. Oh, I can't read. <laughs> I, I completely also <clears throat> forgot to mention that in uh, Frighteners, that guy was like our biggest Star Trek connection ever because that dude had been in every Star Trek adaptation since the next generation. Anyway. Really? Yeah. He had been a, he literally had been in everything since next gen. Uh, most no, most notably as a character as a Ferengi in um, 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 what's it uh, Deep Space Nine. Well, I'll catch up with you lads later next time. Uh, I've got to go drive my mother in law to have her mustache bleached. Cheerio. Well, geez, thanks, Anchor Scott. When you are a peach. Um, there you go. So, so send us your emails, cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com. We will read them on air. Um, you don't always have to be as angry and mean as the uh, Angry Scotsman, but. You know, it makes makes life a little more fun when a little bit of vitriol. Yeah, if you when, were. when we can laugh at somebody else saying mean things, it's like we get roasted every week. Actually, it's kind of how I feel like uh, how it goes. Um, right. So, out of ten, uh, Chad, out of ten, uh, how many? Um, oh, I don't, I don't know. How many um, giant exploding explodium houses would you give this out of ten? I'm gonna give it uh, good old. S- Seven Explodium Houses. Okay. I thought it was all right. Yeah, good. Uh, 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 Corny, how many... Um, <laughs> okay, just, how many uh, uh, snipered or sniped cans of stew would you give this? <laughs> I'll, I'll give it... Uh, I'll give it... Oh, it's kind of hard now because it was... It would have been a seven last time I saw it. Now it may have dropped down to six, six and a half. Mm-hmm. We'll go six and a half. Okay, six and a half. Um, I forgot Sam's on here. I guess I need to be writing these things down now. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, um, Andrew, um, dear friend Andrew, um, you know how this works. Uh, what do you say? Uh, out of uh, ten, uh, I usually don't have to do two because Sam always has his own. Um, how many? Uh, 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 um, um, I got you. Okay, I got you. go ahead. All right, I, I will also give it a seven. 
seven water bottle silencers. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well done. I was, I was actually going to go oh. with um, uh, um, sheets of metal, uh, the, the, the metal vest guy. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. So seven. So you said seven. So here's seven. And then Chad said seven. This is great radio, by the way. Chad says seven. And then Corny Chad said seven. Corny said six point five. And six point five. And then Sean's gonna say uh, No one cares. Move on. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, there you go. Um uh, yeah, there you go. Uh I said six. I would say six. Oh, okay. And I like this movie and I own it, but uh, watching it through my little uh, uh CSR patent pending glasses, um uh, yeah. They're actually these oversized glasses that he wears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. actually kind of funny. Yeah, they're kind of like aviators, but way less cool because they're not retro. They're just dumb. Um, there you go. Uh, Andrew is our winner. Hooray. Closing. Um, Yay. Good job, Andrew. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Andrew, we do appreciate you uh, filling in. We really do. It was fun. Sorry your voice um, kind of sucked tonight, but we uh, we had a good time. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Uh, so, Ooh, yeah. What are we doing next week? Next week we are doing, uh, that. I think, The Usual Suspects. Um, I don't. I don't know what we usually do. I have it. I, I have it here. Oh wait. Oh, I'm just kidding. It was the usual. It is is the usual suspect. The usual suspects. The usual suspects, starring a bunch of people who I can't think of off the top of my head. So there you go. But it's pretty friggin' awesome. Yeah, the usual suspects. Um, um, we uh, usual suspects. Sky Captain, the world of tomorrow. Dumb and Dumber is on the list. We will be doing that very very soon. Silence of the Lambs, Good Morning Vietnam, Stardust, Galaxy Quest. These are some movies to to anticipate in your future. Uh, if you have a request, please send it in. Um, the Lost Skeleton of Cadavera was a request, so we'll, it's on the list. We'll be getting that in there pretty soon. So if you have a request, just send it in. Um, uh, I've been talking a lot longer than when I have left music for Steve, so... Um, <laughs> um, Let's go ahead and knock this out then. So we're going to do... Um, <laughs> So thanks for listening. Cheap Seat Reviews, CheapSeatReviews.com, uh, cheap, CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. So on behalf of Chad, Sam, Corny, Andrew, this is Sean saying goodnight, and do not kill Mark Wahlberg's dog. I swear to God, you killed my dog. <laughs> I'm going to be real mad. <laughs> Wait, I just sound like Bill Clinton. Oh. <laughs> you did sound like Bill Clinton. I don't think you understand. These boys killed my dog. Well, it's okay, Mark Wahlberg. We'll get him. We'll get him for you, buddy. Okay. <laughs>